<laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to episode 103 of the Super Weapon Podcast, the most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host, DC, here with me today. What's going on, guys? You see that? That Y'all might not see it on the audio, but I'll make a clip. Oh, it's man. Finger point the fingers. He's finger gunning you guys right now. Stick him 100 up. 100-round clip. 100-round clip. 100-round clip for episode 103, man. Mm, what a what a week we've had um, for the gaming industry and for sports. You know, I'm a very upset Atlanta Falcons fan right now, and I know this isn't a sports podcast, but I have to get this off my chest. Arthur Smith, you need to sell the team if you're listening. I love you to death, but... Just sell the team, man. Um, Matt Ryan got his villain origin story this week as well. So, um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I put it out on Twitter, man. This week was Matt Ryan's villain origin story, and don't forget. Oh, that. I missed that. Yep. I need to go back and look at that. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's not good, not good right now. But um, you guys aren't here to hear, you know, here to listen to me bemoan my sports woes, but. <laughs> <laughs> We we're here to talk some video games, man. Um, some some good stuff, some not so good stuff. Of course, as always, we try to highlight some things, and you know, I I can't say I'm a little bit disappointed in more ways than one. Um, with the first thing we're gonna be talking about, and I just kind of want to jump into it because I think it's a big topic that needs to be discussed. Sure. And that is the Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy state of play. Um. Now, we're going to talk about the gameplay and what they revealed and stuff in a minute, but I kind of wanted to just talk about the controversy surrounding the game that has been surrounding the game, honestly, since the creator of Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, has come out and made some statements, um, which many have deemed against the trans community, unfortunately, um, and it's caused a, at least from what I've seen on Twitter and stuff, especially on the day that this, uh, it was about a 15-minute gameplay state of play it was exclusive sony state of play but the game is not exclusive to playstation um, i'm guessing they have some sort of marketing deal that they've worked out with sony that wb has worked out with them um but yeah man i i saw a lot of split opinions on whether or not to purchase to stream the game and i kind of just wanted to talk about it because you know for those of you guys who don't know harry potter is very near and dear to my heart um, you know, probably for a lot of different reasons than other people, you know, it was something that me and my mom shared a love of that, you know, we went to go see all of the movies together and I'm always going to have those fond memories for me personally, you know, no matter what happens with JK and, and just like I said, the controversy surrounding this particular game. Um, but yeah, man, some, some people were very upset with, with, with her right now, rightfully so, I think. Um, and I kind of just wanted to to hear your thoughts on it, man. I, I don't know if you saw much of, like I said, the conversation that was going on. It's still kind of going on this weekend, too, I've seen on Twitter and stuff. But, you know, how do you kind of feel as someone? I see it. You know, It's a great divide, man. I yeah. see it. I see it. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Water hit the back of my throat. <clears> throat> But yeah, um, I've seen a divide on Twitter. I've seen people 
speaking about it and I've seen it, you know, tear people apart because there are a lot of people in that community who love or isn't, yeah, there's a whole unbrother of people in that community, whether they're trans or not, mm-hmm. or just a supporter or, or just being a good human being and not being an asshole that supports the trans community and they love Harry Potter and they're kind of like, at this this crossroads and they're like well i don't want to support this person but it's just like the same thing you said you know you have these memories with this game that you hold very near and dear to your heart you know you have those memories with your mom and then you just have this unfortunate situation to where the creator of the beloved franchise is saying these disparaging things about a community of people that already deal with their fair share of hate and other things <clears throat> just in the world. So to me, you know, we always preach, you know, I- exclusivity. Like we want everyone to feel welcome, yeah. you know, no matter who you are, race, religion, creed, long as you're just not like straight up racist piece of crap. You know, we like to invite everyone into our world of video games and pop culture and things that we like to talk about here on this show. So. With that being said, yeah, it's it's so unfortunate that people still kind of have these very just weird ways of thinking or these old school ways of thinking because we've come so far, but yet we still like, we have a long way to go. Like we've made a lot of good steps moving forward, but to be honest with you, if you just want to be completely honest, we have so much work to do man and i don't know like first of all just to be honest with you my eyes was never really on this game because you know we're the opposite when it comes to this you know you have deep roots in this game yeah uh, not just a game but like just harry potter in general like yeah. harry potter is your thing i'm on the opposite end of that i've never read a book i don't, I don't know too much of, of the lore of harry potter or I may be the only person in my uh, group of friends. Like, all my friends, you know, mess with Harry Potter in one form or the other. It's a book, the movies, or both, or whatever the case may be. So I don't hold this game too close to me like other people do. So my stance on the game is, you know, I'm at a crossroads because it's like, I always want to support, like, the devs and people who work behind the scenes to get this game going but at the same time it's just like I don't want to support people with these kind of ideologies and thoughts and and I don't feel like you know we're going to progress further ahead if we kind of like you know kind of keep I don't want to say we're giving this person a platform by supporting but it's just almost like I feel like there should be some kind of repercussion to this on her behalf you know what i'm saying i don't know what that is yeah but i feel like you just can't say these things and cause this divide and you know walk around with your chest out like i know we live in this quote-unquote like cancel culture but i don't even i think it's bigger than cancel culture it's just being a decent human being so where i land that on this side of the coin like i said i probably wasn't want to get the game anyway but just 
to look past the game. Let's just look past the game and look at the, the human beings, the people. Right. I just feel like this person really, really, really needs to, I don't want to say like consequences, but I just feel like something needs to be done. Something like, even if it's like reaching out to this person and be like, hey, expressing your feelings and it could be in the form of having a talk. I can't, first of all, I can't speak for the trans community. Right, okay? right, right. Because I'm not trans. I can't speak for their community, but whatever they feel that needs to be done, you know, I completely understand. It's just like, you know, someone in, infringes on our community, the black community and things like, you know, we feel like, hey, something needs to be done. I, I totally understand where they're coming from. Like, you know, to be attacked in this kind of manner and, you know, and it, it was just how she spoke so, so freely is what kind of yeah really gets me. Like, that's what really, like, to be so deep in her convictions and just to speak so freely, it was really, I was really taken aback by the things that I've heard. And I'm like, wow, okay. Well, yeah, you know. it was it was definitely shocking to see. Because um, we kind of touched on, you know, when we talked about the Matrix, what was it earlier this year, late last year, after after the new movies, new movie release, um, and how that was, you know, whether you agree with it or not, um, you know, the Matrix is essentially an allegory for being trans, um, like the entire franchise itself is. And what really baffled me about her statements, because I I went back and when I was researching this, I, I went back to kind of like try to refresh my memory um on just like you know where it kind of started and how and where it is currently with her and just the whole situation you know at one point she made the statements that she did and then right after she was basically saying you know i still support you guys if you're being um what's the word i'm looking for if you're being discriminated against you know, I would be out there marching with you or whatnot. And I'm just like, well, this is exactly what you're doing to this group of people. <laughs> what? Um, and <laughs> I think I think the weirdest the weirdest way, and tell me if I'm completely off base with this, what I'm about to say. But I think it all boils down to just the denial of existence that people have against certain marginalized groups. And what I when I when I say that, I mean you know, to her, okay, well, we can't, you can't be trans, a trans woman can't be a woman because to her, that truth can't, those two truths can't exist at the same time. And I don't think that's true at all. And, right. you know, I, I feel like, how do you break that barrier with someone who has those types of views, you know, and it's more than just being angry or not purchasing a a product that she may or may not be linked to because i when like i said when i was looking this stuff up the devs they came out like a few days after the initial wave of this the, the the stuff she was saying and they basically told them that she she's not involved it, it, as far as i know she's not involved in either the movie franchise anymore or the game that is coming out this year um, I mean, even the original actors that play Harry, Hermione, and um, Ron have come out, and a lot of other actors and stuff have kind of damned a lot of the stuff that she said. And 
it's I was really thinking about that because just like you said, and, it, and you know, and you know, before I say this, guys, you know, I know it's not apple to apple comparison, obviously. But when you're dealing with some of the racial things that we deal with as black men in America, you know, I go back and, and think about a lot of that. It's like, you know, it's the denial of our existence is what the, the our existence is what makes people uncomfortable. And they try to deny that existence through their actions. Mm. And I feel like that's exactly what she's doing. You know, it's it's, you know, two these two things can be true at the same time. Women can be women and trans women can be can be women. You know, that those two things are true and that's what that's how the trans community feels and that is the you know, that is what it is. So you can't say, Oh, I support, you know, the trans community, but whoa, wait a minute, you guys are calling yourself the same gender as me. No, you're not. You know, I that 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 doesn't make any sense to me and it was incredibly disappointing, man. And I'm 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 honestly a little disappointed in Sony because while I was watching this entire state of play, I was hoping that they were going to make some sort of statement of support for the trans community, or even if it wasn't during the live, the live show itself, even like a, a blog post, a tweet, you know, something, something on their platform to really kind of reinforce what the developers have already said, because that this whole conversation is going to be around this game forever now. Like this is this is going to be tied to anything Harry Potter, forever. Right. And excuse me. To be quite honest, like I didn't even, I wasn't exactly excited to buy this game even before all this stuff came out. Just to be completely honest, um, for reasons we're going to talk about when we, like I said, when we talk about like gameplay and just looking at the, the game itself but i think i think i'm just gonna i'm gonna plant my flag man and i'm i'm not gonna have anything to do with buying this game like i'm, I'm just not um there's a movie coming out this year i don't really care to see that honestly <laughs> i mean i just it's just really disappointing that things have kind of turned into what they have at this point um and it always seems like marginalized communities are always having their existence tested by the powers that be and it's and I hope that this, you know, I don't know what we can do to fix that. Like I said, I, I think to me that that is what it really boils down to is like the denial of existence of something that you don't readily understand, but you claim to. Or you don't care to or understand. You don't, yeah, or you don't care to understand. Like, my thing is this. People, there's compassionate people. There's people who's on the right side of things. And, you know, they take things into accountability and... Then you have those people that just, man, it's just like, you know, it's there, but you, you're in, you just deny it. You're mm -hmm. just, you know, you don't care to, to learn about it or expand your horizons or you just kind of stuck in your own ways. And that can be very dangerous because that's to me, that's just being like right around the corner from hate. Yeah. Like that's all that is like, you know, I'll say it like you, it's like softcore racism. It's just like, yeah. Oh well, you know, because it's like she's saying, like, oh, I'll support you, but but f you. you like can't, you can't say weird. you're a woman or you can't say you're a man if you're trans. Don't do and that. What, and what? What's? I mean, what's the problem? Like honestly, what's the problem? If someone wants to be something, or if they feel a certain way, or however they feel, 
whatever they believe in. Like, what? Right. honestly, what is the problem? Like, it's not affecting you. Like, I never understood just the 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 thought process behind it right because when i go out i'm not looking at people and judging them and wondering what they're doing in life is right right or wrong the thing is man we don't know what's right or freaking wrong who are we as humans to judge and look at someone else and say hey the way that you're living is wrong right like that's the whole thing that like really kills me about all of this it's just like and it's not just enough to say like live and let live you have to take like actions with that like you have to call bs out like people are calling her bs out you have to do like you have to kind of call people on their shit man it's just like i don't know like and then you you know just being in a uh, from the business aspect you got to think like what you do affects everyone within this franchise like, you can't just be out here saying or doing whatever you want. Now, I'm not giving you a pass. I'm not saying, oh, go hate behind closed doors. No. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying as a respectable business person, like, sometimes, you know, you have to check your feelings. It may be how you genuinely feel, but the way that you genuinely feel is wrong. Like, you have to know and try to educate yourself on these things, like, Try to learn like what's going on in the world and what's going on with certain groups of people and why are things like this and it's just like expand your mind like i don't truly understand it i don't want to understand it first of all because yeah. i'm like the type of person i'm just like man hey man like you know do it's what just, you do it's just mind-boggling i mean you look at the stuff that's happening in texas and florida right now you know, with Florida passing that that don't say gay bill and all the trans legislation, anti-trans legislation that's being passed in Texas and stuff. It's it's scary, man, like because because in my mind, it's like, well, if you guys aren't willing to respect this marginalized group, what about the rest of the of the groups out here of people that. You know, like I like, for instance, black people, you know, like what about what what steps are y'all going to keep taking to to quote-unquote protect your freedoms and your first amendment rights and yada yada fucking yada you know at the end and half of that to be honest with you i mean let's just be real. half of that is just jargon to cover up racism mm -hmm. that's all it is it's, it's all racism and discrimination man and it's a scary world we live in man it's a scary time out here and i just i don't know man like like just like you said i don't i don't really know where we could really make an impact in these kind of conversations outside of being mad at it. And for the people who I've seen arguing on Twitter and stuff, man, don't, don't be mad at the people who genuinely love this franchise, but don't support her. You know, like I said before, in the beginning of this conversation, two truths can exist at the same time. You know, just be mindful of that and don't, attack someone just because they may want to play this game or they may want to stream this game because there's going to be people who do and mm -hmm. you know that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't support her you know it, i mean that doesn't mean they do support her excuse me um, because oh no go ahead no nah, that was it man I, I that was that was my closing statement
Oh, no, I just want to say real quick before we move on to, you know, we start a little heavy, but it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> for a lot of people, I see a lot of people shaming people for still wanting to play the game. And I, and I put it like this. A lot of stuff <clears throat> that we support, there's usually some kind of situation behind it that is not favorable to people. Like... If we want to dig deep, if you want to really dig into it, you know, a lot of stuff. If you want to go that support route, like, oh, well, you shouldn't be buying the game, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of things that you may blindly support and not know what's going on behind it. There's a lot of CEOs that are foul. There's a lot of stuff going on. So don't be so quick to shame, man. Like, don't be so... Yeah. Quick to, you know, cast the stone. It's a lot going on out here. And I think instead of trying to, like, you know, shame people for buying a game or something, I think it's one of those things where we need to look deeper. See how we can stop people from having this thought mentality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If we attack it from that way, I think we'll see better results. But, like, just shaming people for, oh, well, Nike does this and blah, 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 and they got that. You shouldn't be wearing Nikes, blah, 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 blah. It's going to go, it has to go deeper than that conversation. You know what I'm saying? It has to go layers deep than that. Like, how do we, if you really want to think about it, like, CEOs and stuff, like, how do we, we reach these people and how do we spread the information to where we'll, we'll come up? Like, it's like, you just... It's so many layers. Like, we can talk about this forever, but it's so many layers we have to look into, man. Yeah. We just can't, you know, I know hit them in the pocket is a thing, but when somebody's like that rich, it doesn't even matter anymore. No. <laughs> so doesn't. you have to read, you, you have to, you have to think like deeper. Like, how can we get this person to not necessarily, I don't know, I don't want to say change their mind, but change their rationale. Like, teach them educate them on what's going on. so i don't know man it's it, it's a it's a crazy web out here yeah it's it's never gonna be an easy conversation to have but i felt it was one very important one that needed to be had and i honestly don't even want to talk about the game anymore <laughs> i was gonna <laughs> talk about like stuff that i thought was interesting with it and i i just kind of want to move on like it's very well and and Producer, where's the flashcards? Uh, we need to <laughs> right. You need to shuffle them around. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to some more fun uh, topics. Xbox had their ID at Xbox event, their indie game event this past week. Um, Got some fun, stuff. which was pretty that. cool in my opinion. Now, you know, it was definitely a different style from the Sony State of Play that we saw previous uh, previously. Where that one was only 20 minutes this one kind of rounded out to about two hours um, because they did a live show with two hosts and they had like developers come on uh, a couple of uh guests uh, celebrity guests t-pain namely was one of them which i thought was pretty cool it's always cool to see him um continuing to be in the gaming industry and do cool stuff man um but overall um i thought this was a pretty cool show from them man like you know we were pretty critical of xbox last week um and then like the day after phil spencer came out and and you know made a couple of statements about how 
how they really haven't had a lot come out um, since um, Halo last year, the end of last year. So it's good to see that we are, that they're still supporting indies. I think the indie developers are critical to the gaming industry. I do believe that. I mean, with how expensive game development has become, you know, I always, I almost feel like the indie dev scenes are, are much more critical to the structure of the industry anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I don't know if you like watched the whole show or caught any of it, you know, just what did you kind of think about it? Um, there are a couple of cool games I kind of wanted to mention in here um, that I might be picking up down the road. Mm, yeah, but, I want to, I want to see if once again, like, do we match up with some of the things, some of the games that we were looking at, like, yeah, just to see where our mind is with it. I did, as usual, late to the party. I had to watch it this morning. Because, yeah, I didn't watch it when it dropped, so I was That's working. Okay. Adulting, I was man. tired. Yeah. Right, right, right. I cried a little bit this week, and I was tired. But um, <laughs> I got a chance to catch it this morning, and I just want people to know that Super Weapon is a proud sponsor of the indie developers. I don't know if I want to say sponsor. We don't sponsor them, but... Bad supporters, but we support. Yeah, yeah support. There proud supporters. We are proud supporters of the indie scene. I'm trying to dig deeper into the indie game scene myself, uh, doing more research, trying to get these developers, try to like know them in their studios on a name basis so we can start kind of putting that in the air, man. I, I love indie from indie music, indie games, indie movies. Um, to me, they are like the backbone of entertainment. Yes, sir. I feel like, you know, there's somebody out there that's working to push the envelope a little bit further. Like, and I feel like that's what indie game uh, developers and, and in any other genre as well, I feel like they are the ones who are trying to push things to the next level. So I just wanted to say that, like, we, I would love in the future to um, actually start interviewing like some of these indie devs i think oh, that would should, be great man. just start reaching yeah, out. yeah i people. just start reaching out to people and um just to put a little spotlight on the indie guys man so i'm gonna let you take the lead here i want to see what you got on your list i'm pulling up mine here yeah and so i've got some good games here go ahead let's i kind of do don't want to talk about the stuff that we saw the state of play because there were a couple of repeat games um we kind of mentioned yeah. those last week anyway. Um, but right. the first one that really caught my attention, and I was actually waiting for this one to come out, was uh, Tunic. And this hmm. is the the Fox game, the, the Legend of Zelda-inspired. Um, and from what people are saying, uh, Elden or Souls, Souls-like combat. Um, but yeah, man, this game has been out, or it's been... It's been around the industry for some years now. Like it, it's been in development for a few years, and I was really, really waiting for this one to come out because, just like you said, the the thing I love about indie developers is they they tend to have more risk. They tend to take more risk when it comes to development and, and like artistic direction. And mm-hmm. this one definitely caught my eye. Just like the art style and stuff, really, really caught my eye and. It looks um, good. It looks really yeah. good. The game looks incredibly beautiful. I downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but um, Me I, def- neither. I definitely plan on doing that. It is on Game Pass, which is awesome. It launched 
on Wednesday on Game Pass for PC and, you know, the Xbox One and Series X consoles. Um, but this one definitely was the number one on my list just because I've been waiting a couple of years for it to come out. Um, and it didn't. It seems like the reviews didn't disappoint. I've watched a little bit of people play it. Um, try not to watch too much of it because I kind of want to go in as blind as possible. Um, but yeah, Tunic was definitely the highest on the list for me. Um, it was definitely the number one for your boy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat because I'm gonna be really honest with y'all. We we like to be honest with our listeners. I've been just cyberpunk and Elder Ring has been kind of just <laughs> yeah. any little free time that I have. Yeah, <laughs> those have been my two go to games and. I said I was going to play Mass Effect today because I got to get back into that, but I don't know. So it's not like Tunic was a bad game. From everything that I'm seeing, I love the, the <laughs> when they said the Zelda, because people, if you're around my age, you remember the original Zelda. It yeah. does kind of remind you of that, that overhead view kind of, you know, look to it. And it has an appeal to it. See, everything doesn't have to be this ultra sharp realistic graphics you know you can have these 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 kind of like graphics long as they're really polished and it works for the game i think tunic has that look that will draw you in and the things that i'm seeing like i'm just like you the things that i've heard so far has been nothing but praise for the game and it takes you to a different space because all these triple a titles seem to be the same like 3d ultra realistic open world you know right and with this game i think it gives that that change of pace that people may be looking for they say it's very challenging yeah and i think moving forward i think elden rings have we'll talk about that later but i think elden rings may or elden ring i keep saying ring i don't know but i think that is, that's going to change gaming in a sense because of what they've done. Because so many people are first-time players to Elden Ring, and I think it's going to change the game. But we'll talk about that later. But Tunic, um, I'm definitely... I did download it as well, but I haven't played it yet because what I said earlier, I think I only have, like, two games I can play at a time on a weekend. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Tunic, it's looking good, man. You know what I'm saying? really like to see who's behind, like, the behind the scenes stuff like if they have it because what i'm starting to do now i'm taking your approach to things i'm looking for like youtube videos on behind the scenes type stuff i, I think that's very interesting so i want to see if they got any behind the scenes yeah i would love i would i would hope that the the developer because their name is uh finji i believe is the name of the developer i think that i'm no idea where they're from or how many people mm -hmm. work at this studio but i would i would love to see some like concept art kind of just like their idea behind the game i, I love that stuff man that, that stuff is like yeah uh, i think they got a hit here. to me I, I guess you know <laughs> right right i love it man. so i'll go into my game um there was one oh yeah scrolling down my notes here clash I think Clash. Oh yeah, Clash Artifacts of Chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clash, and this is the reason why I was looking at Clash because I'm always looking for something to kind of break that mold sure. of what we're used to playing. And 
what they did with the fighting in this game seems very interesting. The fact that you can kind of customize your combat style. And then also, like, now, quote me if I'm wrong here, but they said you play like a mini game before a boss battle to see who would have an advantage in the fight. So, like, you play this mini dice game, which looks yeah. interesting because it reminds me of a, a Gwent or, you know, a game of that nature. Something and with then, a little bit of strategy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, and if you win, you know, you get to set up, like, things in the fight to your... You get to basically make the rules of the fight so you can make it in your advantage. But if you lose, uh, the person... The fight becomes harder because they have the advantage, and it, depending on what they do, it'll make the fight tougher. And just little simple stuff like that, to me... Is what I'm talking about when I say like have ingenuity and kind of dig deeper and try to make a unique experience outside of what we see in everyday games. Because this could have just been another, almost it could have been almost like another just like beat them up in this weird right. fantasy world, right? But they took the system and they kind of threw their own twist on it. Now, we don't know if this is going to work or if it's going to be cool. It looks cool from what we saw. But we could play it and it may not be all there or it could be the greatest thing ever but i picked that game because i like the fact that they were thinking outside of the box when it came to the combat system and you know the graphics didn't look too bad either it gave me kind of that borderland vibe-ish kind of thing. yeah i'm i'm watching the trailer right now it definitely has that uh what's the the like that hatching kind of that scratching lines uh drawing mm -hmm. and i I think it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, this one definitely, you know, that I think that's the thing that really caught my eye about that one as well was the dice and how it kind of figures into the combat, which, you know, it, it, it kind of, it, hopefully it has a good balance of like that strategy element versus the action combat, which is seen in the trailer. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. that one actually does look really interesting. Yeah, you a good know. Pick, man. I like that. Shake the dice, you know, shake the dice with the homies before you get into a little scuffle, you know. <laughs> Play some craps before you get into fighting. <laughs> mm, yeah, might fight because you lost. Who knows? You might be a sore loser. So You're so funny, man. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, like, that man. was my pick, man. So I like what, that one. What you got? The next one for me, man, you know, it's definitely going to be Shredders. And this was the uh, the snowboarding game. Oh, I'm on that. You know, yeah, boy, I'm on it. it. It just, you know, it really reminds me of like the SS tricky kind of kind of days. And I and I really am missing some sort of like sports related game, something that you can just kind of play and just really have a good time playing. And this one doesn't look as arcadey as something like an SS tricky where you could do like a million flips and stuff. And, you know, it actually mm -hmm. looks pretty like realistic in terms of physics and stuff but i just love a good snowboarding game man like i i, I don't really have like you know much like about it and I, I i've heard that uh what was the one that came out a couple of months ago riders republic i think it's called uh, the one that ubisoft released i heard was pretty good um i didn't have a chance to check that one out but this one actually is definitely on my radar like i just kind of want to play a snowboarding game like i don't know <laughs> It yeah, for someone who hates snow, I I love playing it on a game. Like, <laughs> I feel you, man. It was definitely that was one of my. Well, yeah, that one definitely looks fun, man, for sure. Yeah, I just feel like it's that time to bring those type of games back. 
Yeah. And like you said, I feel like this one has a more, it may be a little learning curve, but I'm down to learn. Seems like it's a little more realistic than a SS Tricky. Like, yeah. It can... just looks really good too. I can already see it like on my TV screen. Yeah, it how, looks how really it's... nice. Like, that powder look good, baby. That, that powder, that next gen powder, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that I, one that one looks nice, man. Uh, yeah, what you what you got next, man? What you got? Now, I want y'all to see my face. I'm zooming in. That's my <laughs> eyeball, right? I'm zooming in. DC's predictions is here. I like it. It's here. I think we got another one, y'all. DJ uh, Khaled, we got another one. Oh no, <laughs> we got another one. Another man. one. Actually, I got two on this list, but I'm gonna bring up this one first. Wrestling Quest. Oh, that looks so fun, man. Oh my gosh. And this is what I'm talking about when I say think outside the box. It's a wrestling RPG game. And I think this it's... is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, but it looks so fun. I think it's actually and developed by of... some some former wrestlers i think if i remember right yeah because the, the the bosses are copies of um they're based off real like real wrestlers, uh, historic yeah. wrestlers <laughs> but they're generic versions and speaking of gotta hey we gotta say it since we own it rest in peace to razor ramon oh, man scott hall bad man. dude man rest in peace the bad guy. guy man the the yeah i was gonna save it to the end but i feel like no, for sure. Since we're man. talking about wrestling, it fits right in. That was honestly, if people, if you know, you know. If you know me, you knew that, like that was one of my favorite wrestlers. I used to walk around with my toothpick. Unfortunate time, unfortunate passing for for that man. Like that was yeah, man. Was prayers to his family, his and fans and friends and prayers. But with this game, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, because it's so, it's so weird. You wouldn't think to mesh the two, right? Because <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm sold. As soon as it came on, I was yeah. like, because they were in the ring, I was like, oh, a 2D wrestling game? Because it takes me back to them old arcade. I don't know if you remember them old wrestling arcade games. Yeah, man. I forgot the name of them, but when I saw that, I was like, I'm already sold. But then when I saw the dude, like, walking around in the village, I was like, huh? And then the, the, the like, it was just so funny because it had the, the turn-based combat. I yeah. was like, what? I was like, this is so weird. But I was like, you know what? I think this might be a sleeper, bro. I you think, know, I it, think... it really reminds me of, I think it's going to be a cult classic kind of like, um, what was the Scott one? Pilgrim? Yes, 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 yes. I think it's going to be a cult classic like that. And I, I love the combat too. It reminds me a lot of uh, Paper Mario where you kind of have like that turn-based combat but you still have like quick time buttons and stuff you need to press um in the yeah. middle of combat and it'll like make your attack stronger or do more you know do do different effects and stuff but this definitely is this was probably my second game on the list i'm not gonna lie man this game looks incredible man. i watched it a couple of times because i was just laughing so hard I was, <laughs> the mesh was so funny to me i was like yo who thought of this yeah good old and muchacho, then I was just man like, <laughs> man then when they had the boss like, they had this dude that looked Macho man, I yeah. was like, oh hell no! If he do a <laughs> like, if he do a, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm gonna lose it. He bro. has to, man. This and this would be a perfect game for like a Steam Deck or playing mm -hmm. it on uh, X Cloud. Like games like this, I think would fit really well into that little niche 
um, that little niche area, man. And I, I think this game's going to do well. I hope so. I hope it's on Game Pass. I don't know if it is. I just looked it up to see if it's... Because I know a lot of these games that they announced were coming to Game Pass day and date, which is awesome to see. Like I, like I said before, you know, I think, especially like during the 360 area, era... Microsoft did a really great job at supporting indie games. Like I played a lot of indie games on 360, man, and you know, Same. hopefully we get back to that. But yeah, WrestleQuest looks so freaking good, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks so good, man. I I love it, man. Um, all right, what's next for me? This one I thought was pretty interesting. Um, just because it kind of painted like this mystery. I kind of I I kind of got like Portal vibes from this game, just like not really knowing what's going on. And this was a uh, escape academy. Um, mm-hmm. This is the one where you know you're you're in like you're in some sort of facility and you you're like traveling through it and exploring like this campus and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, it seems like it's a pretty interesting story, and you know I love a good like puzzle game, so you know puzzles and stuff are fun for me. Um, this definitely might be a little sleeper hit for me. I don't I don't know if I'm gonna play it like when it first releases, but it definitely kind of caught my attention. With like the art style and the characters and stuff, so I definitely had to mention Escape Academy, man. I I, I love these kind of games. You know what? You know what? Yeah, um, it was at the bottom. I don't want to say the bottom like a bad thing, In but bad it was way, on my yeah. list. It was on my list, but because I personally don't think it's for me. But what I put in my notes was I could see this being a very good like stream game yeah like a i can see a lot game, of streamers yeah. yeah 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 like this reminds me of like when i go into the people what they call their cozy or chill streams i feel like this is the type of game that people would be playing just to kind of switch it up yeah for sure and then with the co-op you know playing with one of their streamer friends i could see this or or hell it could be it could blow up we've seen like We've seen games come out of nowhere and kind of just explode. And True. this could probably be one of those games, man. I think the the buddy co-op is kind of slowly trying to make a comeback. And I yeah. think one of this game is adding to that flavor. And for all my people who love to go to like Atlanta escape room, because it kind of gave me that vibe of in the beginning when they were saying they had to like get out of that room. Right. It kind of gave me that feeling. I was like, hmm, okay. Like, but yeah, like I said, I don't know. It's up in the air with me. I might play it. I might not. It's co-op, so if you want to like play it on stream, maybe I don't know. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I would be down to do that. Like I think it's it looks fun, man. Like it just looks like a fun. Break little... the monotony of you know what people usually play. I could see people going to that. Right? Yeah, I, so... I call games like that like palate cleansers from playing mm-hmm. what you usually yeah. play to really kind of scratch a different itch in your brain, you know? So it's definitely a, a sleeper pick for me, for sure. Now this next game, I'm picking it off of pure prediction because they did not show much, but it looked very interesting. Sure. Uh, Flintlock. They just showed like this interact, yeah. like this movie trailer. Yeah. I want to see more. Before I judge it, I want to see more, possibly some gameplay. But from what that that little two-minute clip that they did show, it's kind of hard to always judge from, like, a CGI. Now, if that was a real game, then I would be blown away. But you can tell, obviously, it's CGI. But I want to see more before I sink my, my nails into it. But I think 
it may be something worth checking out. I don't know why they didn't show more. Like, is it in super early phases? I, I think it is, man. Uh, Aww, I, I'm kind of on the fence about it, too. It, it looks... It always looks good in these CGI, you know, the, the beginning trailers and stuff always look interesting. I just don't know. I don't know what this mm. game is. Like, I, you know, I, I get. They could have did better. Yeah. You know, I, I, this whole, I think, I think what it is is I'm kind of over this whole kind of pirate aesthetic that we, that we've been kind of seeing a lot over the last few years. I think I'm, I'm over this kind of vibing games where they're kind of me and i and i don't know if it was because of um what was the amazon mmo that they, that released uh oh god i can't remember it's, it was it was pretty bad and i and i played it i'm gonna admit it i i did hold on i'm about to pull steam up real quick it was something that they developed that new world here it is thank god it kind of reminds me of that whole aesthetic and i don't know man i'm just not like this uh, a super big fan of mixing like pirates and magic and monsters like i never really have been a big fan of the aesthetic but i mean if it's a fun game i'll check it out as always but this one definitely was probably the most uninspired of what i of what we saw at IDA mm, Xbox. I open world rpg yeah you? and you know the the thing with the with the companion monster the, or pet or whatever it is that's with you that looks kind of interesting you know, like an interesting little wrinkle in the, the gameplay, but I mean, we've seen pretty games before that don't do anything refreshing or new, and I kind of feel like that's what this game is going to be. It's going to mm -hmm. be just kind of like a, I don't want to say button masher, but, you know, something that's just really not super inspired. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's coming out this year either, because if it was and we just, that's all we got. Maybe we'll see more around like summertime, E three time, but uh, this one definitely is a a meh. This is kind of a meh for me, um, for sure. Mm, it's sitting on it's sitting on the line for me. Like I said, I didn't know anything about this game until they showed it. Yeah. But now that I'm like doing my googles on it now, I'm I'm seeing more. Seeing more, it's not gameplay. It's pretty much like more CGI type. Yeah, I don't think this game's coming out. This and it's like still images. I could be wrong. You know, somebody hit up my Twitter, send me yeah some videos if they have more. But it did intrigue me. Sure. Like, I want to see more before I make a judgment. And like you said, that because if it's like, if it's like what you say it is with like a. What is that game you just mentioned? Uh, New World. New World is not really my bag, so if it's leaning toward that, it was, I, I may it was, skip a, it. It was a bad game. I'll just go ahead and say it. It was bad. It was a bad MMO, and I'm mad I spent money on it last year. Wish I could get that money back, but... <laughs> hey, you game and you learn, right? Yep. It's an expensive hobby, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rolling the dice. Yeah, that's not... I'm not... I'm going to be 100... Those games are starting to slowly fall out of my grace. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's just me evolving as a game. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of I... learned about yourself. And I kind of like, because when you bought it, I was just like, I was on the ropes about getting it. And I was just like, not... I just want, I just really want an MMO game to play. I think is what comes down for me. And I tried Lost Ark. I played like maybe like 20, 
30 hours of Lost Ark here and there, but not even probably not even quite 20. Um, I got tired of that. You know, the the the, the free to play structure and that really didn't do it for me, man. I, I just I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm very picky about the games I, I tend to spend my time with. And this one just kind of looks like something I'm going to not finish if I play it. I'll just be honest with you guys. But hey, if you, like it, real, you like it, you know, like if to be real with you, I mean, it started off. You know, I, I love to put emphasis on the honeymoon phase. Like, you get these games, everybody's on it, everybody's streaming it, the hype train coming. Right. Like, nobody talks about New World no more. Let's no. be honest. Like, no one's talking about that game anymore. Elden Ring is to blame for a lot of things. No, well, saying. no, New World fell off way before Elden Ring. Yeah, it did. It did. And it was real quiet. That's 100% the, the, the game itself fault. Um, and I could spend another hour talking about the problems of New World, but I'm not gonna do that to y'all. <laughs> no, we, 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 yeah, that'll be. I'm not gonna do that to y'all, man. We gonna start making Patreon material around here. Oh man, oh I could do that for fun. That would just be fun to do. But um, yeah, the last so... game for me, this one I just wanted to highlight because it was so unique. I don't even want to say weird. It was just so unique that. It caught me off guard. I know what it is. It, does it have a choo-choo in it? No, it's not Void Train. Actually, Void Train <laughs> actually looks pretty... You know, Void Train's actually been out for a while on PC. And okay. I've seen people play it. It actually has an interesting concept. The game I'm talking I about like it. is... I thought um, it was cool. Yeah, it, it actually looks pretty cool. The game I'm talking about is Immortality. That was the, that was the that was one, next one that I thought was... I'm not sure if it's something I want to play because, and, and the reason why, I, I love horror games. I love, like, that whole kind of, the genre of horror itself. But this, the interactive, like, movie style stuff really kind of reminded me of, like, an old school, like, point and click PC game. Like, Mist, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I thought was very interesting. Um, maybe I will pick it up, man. It, it just, it looks... It looks incredibly yeah, unique. Yeah, clean that palette, man. Right. That palette. You know, you're right. You're right. I just, I always have an appreciation for stuff like this because of the amount of work it takes to make games like this where you have, like, real actors and real real life people uh, acting out these scenes. And it's kind of, I don't want to say kind of like choose your own adventure, but you're solving some sort of mystery going on. And um, it definitely, it looks really interesting it, it, it caught me off guard with how unique it was um where you're kind of like you know you're you're going through footage and chopping it up and you're you're you know examining scenes and stuff and frames it, it looked pretty interesting i i would encourage you guys to go watch the trailer i'm not doing it great justice to trying to describe it but this was probably the quirkiest game i saw out of everything that was announced um what did you think about it, man? What did you What did you kind of think about? I this have game? my own theories about this game in general and Xbox Game Pass. Um, like you said, you took the words right out of my mouth. I knew we, we were going to connect on. I knew it <laughs> because I saw this game and I actually kept skipping my YouTube because I thought it was like a commercial. I thought it was an ad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. "What is this?" And like, I kept skipping it. I was like, "Oh, it's a game." Yeah. Yeah. And it did take me back to, let me tell you, man, Miss traumatized me because <laughs> I would play that game as a kid and I did not know what was going on. And some of those puzzles were so intricate. And this game with the point and click, that interactive movie 
yeah type of gaming experience now this yes. is a wild prediction here this is a wild prediction i could be totally off but this is what comes to my mind when i think of a game like this i think we're going to see a whole subgenre on game pass of of interactive movie type games like this i think I that would be why. cool though i think it'd yeah be cool. i don't know why when i was looking at it i just got this feeling like because that can go over into my xbox game pass theories that i have about the xbox game pass and thinking that they're going to do eventually they're going to start doing things outside of just video games Ooh. and i think yeah i really thought about that and i was like interactive movies like what if microsoft produced like or their 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 you know their exclusives and stuff what mm. if they start having like these interactive movie type games to add on to the experience and to add on to xbox but it was all these weird theories that i had in my head like that's actually a pretty interesting uh idea man i didn't think about that huh yeah phil holla at me oh man get this guy on the, on the payroll phil. Man. Hey, man, <laughs> we want to interview you man come on, on. we're gonna get him one day guys we're gonna get i'm manifesting we're gonna get phil, phil we'll on get you one day but yeah i think this game will because you got to think like think of the success of like the uh, what is it? Telltale, yeah, true. Uh, series, true, and true, a true. lot of people like those games. So imagine if you had this interactive movie that looked realistic. You have um, a two-hour experience where it has replay value because it depends on the choices that you make. You can have these different outcomes, stuff like that. So I don't know. I just I I feel like this is not going to be like the first type of, uh, of game of its type that we see. And it was very, like I said, I'm always, 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 you know, just looking for more out of the box experience. And I think this would be something worth looking at. Like, like I said, I kept skipping it because I thought it was a damn commercial. I thought it was like an ad or something. And I was like, Oh, okay. So yeah, that's what I have to say about that. And I don't know, like, what are we on time? Because it's just yeah, we're kind of running over a little bit, but oh, I no, think that's I fine. Mean... That's fine. That's fine. Because we already spoke on Void. Talk about that. Yeah, but... Void Train. A couple of these other games, like I said, we're we're in the state of play, so I you know didn't feel the need to re go over those. Yeah, I didn't see that the last time. So I didn't see Void Train the last time. So when no, I saw no, no, it, no, yeah, I'll just say real quick that no, for sure, again. These, these out-of-the-box ideas are just funny because I just looking at it like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but then I was looking at it, I was like, you know, I'm never going to knock someone for trying something different. Like, I, I like the fact that they took the risk and they had this train doing some amazing it, things. It looked, I don't know it what it was cool. doing. I think it's, I think it's co-op. Um, but it looks interesting, like you're kind of swimming through the air and stuff. I thought it was pretty... It just looks really to... weird. <laughs> I think the purpose of it is you have to build like a train track for your yeah, train through these like, different dimensions. You're like building, yeah. I would love to see this in like, um, honestly, I would love to see something like this in VR. Hey, man. Ooh. I, would, I would love to see That's this a good like, idea. like a VR version of this or something. I think that'd be cool. All I want to say to the indie devs, man, is, hey, just keep being weird, man. Take it to a new level. Just like I said, I never thought I would be so hyped for a wrestling RPG game. Like, yeah, thought that. <laughs> honestly, man, if I had to 
If I had to say, I think Xbox kind of had a better showing of indie titles um, this past week, you know, and I, I try not to make those kind of comparisons between Sony and, and, and Xbox, but I just love, I've always loved the support that Xbox is always given to the indie, indie community, and it's good to see that they're kind of rolling back into doing that. Um, I think Game Pass is the perfect platform for a lot of these titles to make their debut on, because back in the day, you know, you didn't really have like that marketing or, you know, a lot of indie devs don't really have the budget to market their games like they want to. So, you know, a lot of these games would never even come to console. You would always just see them like on PC, on Steam, or, you know, it's good that we're starting to kind of spread the butter a little bit into the console, into the console space. And, you know, hey man, if Xbox becomes the home of indies again, I'm all for it, man. Like this is, this was definitely awesome to see. Like I, I, I was, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with the show. I thought it was going to be kind of, I thought it was going to be a little too much doing the showcase the way they did, but I thought it was awesome, man. I, I did enjoy it. So shout out to those guys. Yeah, Sony Sony and um, Xbox seem to have really, really just nailed the presentation with their last two mm-hmm. showcases. I thoroughly enjoyed this showcase too. I feel like they give you just enough and even though, you know, they had all the extra, they like, I like that they, they, they have these devs coming out, and they got celebrities. T-Pain, you're not, buddy, you're not slick. T-Pain <laughs> is thinking about life after music, and he's doing a very smart, yeah. he's really invested into the gaming community with Nappy Boy Gaming and a lot of other things. Right. Uh, he hasn't been streaming lately, he kind of making me mad, hey. But yeah. with the world opening back up, I'm pretty sure he has a lot of music obligations and things going on. But yeah, man, to like great, two great, great showcases, man. Um, I think it's also, I just want to say this real quick. I think it's very smart for Xbox to invest heavily into the indie scene because when these games blow up, just think like there'll be Xbox Game Pass games. Right. So you'll have these games in your 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 system already. So uh, it's always fun to just talk about this behind the scenes stuff, man, because just very entertaining to me just to see this this clash, just to see these two systems and each one have their their game plans and executing. And you know, it's funny we were just talking about Xbox not not having nothing to say. Then literally the day after we dropped that episode. It was like, hey guys, we're doing a showcase. Man. I'm like, yeah, that's how it usually Papa goes. Papa Phil hit my line, was like, what you say, bro? Oh, but, Xbox yeah, got some games for you, man. Oh, we got some stuff coming, man. <laughs> Be patient. But that's all I got to say, bro. We could, you know, wrap that thing up like a burrito. Yeah, man. All in all, man, it's it's good to see more games coming out, and hopefully, we're not waiting too long for releases because now it's. We're kind of getting back into that lull again. You know, I already see people talking about it. Um, you know, that big lull in gaming where you're not really having a lot of stuff to play or check out. But, you know. But dude, I'll, y'all got these big games. Like, I don't understand. What I, people I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> dude. You know, I don't. Horizon, huge game. I'm talking about, like. Horizon, size. Huge. Um, Elden Ring, huge. You know, I know plenty of people are still playing Destiny right now. Dying Light 2, huge. Uh, Huge, huge. Um, But yeah, 
I, you know, this is, as always, man, a great episode, man. You know, we had some real conversation that I, once again, feel like needs to be had. And, you know, I just want to say again um, that we support the trans community and all marginalized communities going through anything, you know, or being trying trying to have their, their existence denied by the powers that be. And, you know, I will say, man, just make your own decisions about what you want to do when it comes to Harry Potter and don't shame others for their decisions. As long as, like I said, you know, as long as they're not in support of the terrible things that JK Rowling has said, um, hurts my heart, man, to the deepest core of my soul to see the stuff that she said as a, as a huge fan of Harry Potter. But sometimes you really got to put your money where your mouth is and put your, you know, you put up or shut up or however you want to say it. But that's really it for me, man. You guys can find me everywhere. There's the artist where the E is a three. Thank you guys for hanging out today, man. Um, for those of you in chat, stick around. I have a fun yeah. surprise to show you sitting on the desk behind me here. Uh, something I'm going to unfold to show you that uh, my wife made and finished uh, over the last. What did the producer make? Yeah, it's a surprise Ooh. for you guys. But um, that's going to be it for me. DC, you can take us home, baby. Um, Don't have nothing to say, man. Shout out to the world. I'm giving healing and loving and blessing to the world and also i'm working i'm i'm, I'm working with the guest here she's kind of shy oh. i told her don't feel pressured sure but I, I i sent out the message i said hey i would like for you you know we represent the ladies it is women's month by the way y'all been too quiet i'm gonna need y'all to turn up for your month okay turn up <laughs> a little bit but i think there's a conversation that can be had and I told her no pressure. I don't want to pressure anybody to do anything, but um, we we always talk about um, mental health in the gaming space and with streamers and things we notice within the community and the streaming community. And we had a long conversation last night and I told her, I think her story would may benefit a lot of people to hear only if she's up to it. Yeah. And I told her, you know, we record next Saturday. Just let me know because she said she has to be like in a, a good headspace to, you know, talk about it. Sure. Absolutely. And I said, you know what? Whenever, even if it's not next week, if it's the week after that, whenever you feel you want to use your our platform to help get out this message, uh, Super Weapon, we will be there. And I, I, I just think it's a very good message because... Like I, I tell Darius off stream all the time, like a lot of the young ladies that I follow who are streamers express a lot of things that they're going through mentally with mental health. And it's like, you know, these people have the biggest smiles, the, the bubbly, bubbliest personalities, just all around beautiful, but then they have these moments that, that are real, you know what I'm saying? And you like to see them go through that when they show so much personality, it's like, wow, you know, like they going through it too. And I, I feel like if she wants to come on and express that, then maybe her story can help some people, man. You know, it's, it's one of the things I always podcast. For. So Absolutely. I'm working on that and we'll work on some more like mental health type things, but that would be the first thing that I want to do. Like just to help people, man. So there's yeah, that. And that's all I have, guys. bro. We're here for everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. That's going to be the end of episode 103. We're in the triple digits, getting deeper and deeper.
but that's going to be the end of the audio version man uh check us out next week where we'll either have a guest or we'll be talking about the halo tv show maybe we'll do two episodes <laughs> next week we'll see um because i believe it comes out next thursday so yeah maybe we'll actually do a follow-up for that like maybe like the week after or something we'll see Thank you guys for hanging out, man. We will catch you guys next time, man. I hope you guys have a great day. If you're in stream, hang around. We're going to play some Elden Ring, and I will see y'all later. Bye-bye.